up, everybody, and welcome to the Jetstream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and as always, my buddy, my partner in crime, the Irishman himself, Connor <laughs> Sheeran. How we doing this week? Jesse, I'm doing great. I'm sitting here. I'm watching a little Wednesday evening football with you. You know, we're watching the game together, yeah, actually. This is fantastic. Not a jet game, but we're watching a, watching a game together. This is know? like an actually competitive game in the last yeah, three minutes in. of the game. I'm, my son, Trace McSorley, <laughs> born in the rain. That's something we, we, we used to say about him. He, uh, oh, ball, oh, sorry. We may get a little reactions in the middle of, of this yeah. pod. Um, yeah, really excited. This, you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm rooting for my, for my guy, Trace, now. I went to Penn State, and he just threw a, like a 60-yard touchdown to Marquise Brown, which is just won me my fantasy matchup because I'm playing Ravens. I mean, I'm playing Steelers defense. Not that you care about my fantasy matchup, but – my goodness, that was uh, that was huge. So, all right. Um, obviously, we're recording on a Wednesday. This will be out tomorrow on Thursday. And this is a Jets podcast, not a Steelers and Ravens podcast. We hate both of these teams, for the record. Pretty much. But this is a great football game. What wasn't a great football game was what we watched on Sunday. Um, the Jets <laughs> – well, you know, all right, there's – I wouldn't say it wasn't a great football game because it was pretty great to watch for us. Because yeah, it was, this, a, it, was a, it was a football game. At know? this point, if you're a Jets fan and you're rooting for wins, you're an idiot. Like it's you're just you're stupid. And you're rooting against yourself. Yeah, you're rooting against yourself. And I'm not like I'm like I'm very okay like calling you stupid. Like you're being stupid. <laughs> um, Trevor Lawrence is amazing. I, I saw this stat the other day. He's the first quarterback in college football history or FBS history to be have three consecutive seasons with a 90 uh, or above pro football focus grade. As we know, when it comes to pro More football than focus grades, they only, they, they only matter when it's something you care about. Correct. Correct. It's the only, reason, only time it matters. Yes. And, <laughs> and yes, it's pro football focus, but listen, <laughs> this kid's better than Andrew. Like he's, he's better in college than Andrew Luck was. Like he's, the truth and the Jets need him. The Jags came the Jags came real close to making this like almost like a sure thing the Jets were gonna get the first overall pick. But let me tell you, pretty much everything went perfectly on Sunday. And I'll break it I'll break it down for you. So before the game started, there were reports that Adam Gase was going to get the play calling duties back. Uh, after the game, he disputed that, saying that Dowell Loggins is the one that's doing the play calling. Uh, it's not him, blah, blah, blah. When in reality, uh, Gase was clearly calling plays. Like, it was very, very obvious that he was calling plays. Um, the reason I bring that up is there was, like, times where, like, they would pan to Loggins during the game, and Dowell would be, like, doing other things while the offense was on the field. He, like, he clearly wasn't engaged. He didn't have a play sheet in his hands. <laughs> so, so that happened. And then that's an unbelievable throw from Big Ben. Wow. Um, there's like 2.30 left in the game. He just drops one in the bucket to Deontay, to uh, James Washington. This is what we're missing. We're missing a quarterback. I was thinking about this earlier. Like, we've never seen quarterback play like Ben Roethlisberger consistently in our lives. Like, it's not even close. Like, no. maybe we had like, we had, bre- you know, we had, we had breakfast with Brett Favre for a little bit. We did. Yeah, we, we had we had, we had, two, a, we, we had, we had two seasons with Sanchez. We went out. We, we took a, we had a bite to eat with uh, with Brett Favre, um, and then he tore his labrum and didn't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> and Mark Sanchez, no, you, no, Mark Sanchez is 
can't even put him in the same sentence. Well, I mean, we had two winning seasons with Sanchez. Is sure. What yeah. Say. And Ryan Fitzpatrick was a winning season that didn't make the playoffs because he's a bum and lost the last game of the season. But yeah. it's just incredible watching. Like, it's a different sport. It's crazy. It um, is. It is. Anyway, back to the Jets. The Adam Gay stuff happened. I feel like it happens every week where there's drama. Like, he eventually admitted, oh, yeah, I was doing the third down in important place. Like, okay, dude. Like, what does whatever, that mean? Whatever, like... whatever you say, sure. So that happened. And uh, everything went according to plan from there on out. Frank Gore got 20 touches. Actually, he got more than that. He got 21 touches. He got 18 carries for 74 yards. Not bad. Honestly, he had a 17-yard rush. He was taking chunks. Good for him. He's, he was. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want to see Frank Gore get touches at all. I want to see young guys get touches, like Ty Johnson right. or Josh Adams or you know, when Perrine was there, Michael Perrine. Uh, right. But he's hurt now. But all the young guys, all the pieces that, w- that we've talked about the last couple of weeks that we want to see in the future, played really well. Right. You know? Uh, Denzel Mims played very well. Uh, I, we've mentioned Harvey Lange coming on recently. Uh, Quinn and Williams is having his coming out party this season. He is – I have not been – like, I, I almost gave up on him after last season. And We, he we has, should rename this podcast to the, the Quinn and Williams We're Sorry podcast. Yeah, because he has Cause... been unbelievable. <laughs> Three QB yeah. hits, two passes deflected, a tackle for loss, one and a half sacks – Seven total tackles, four solo. Like he is just a—he's—he's he's an animal down there in, in, in the trenches. Right. Um, you know, Jordan Jenkins keeps on doing his thing. He's not really a future guy. Um, no, but he's—he's—he's no. he's, he's under contract, so he'll be here for a little bit. Marcus May—he's a future guy. He played well. Um, two passes defended, four tackles. Folorunzo Farukasi had <laughs> a sack and a tackle for loss and two QB hits. Uh, he's great. I love him. He's one of the more underrated guys in the league. I saw something that him and Quinnen are like two of the best run defenders in football right now. Um, mm-hmm. Like great grade wise. Um, I would say uh, would, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, given what Quinnen has been doing, what yeah. he can do. Ashton Davis. I keep on seeing his name come up on the broadcast, and, and and he pops up and just is making play after play, good plays. Um, and then, like I mentioned, Mims has been really good. Right. Uh, and there was one more, Bryce Hall, uh, who's getting a lot of reps, and he's really young. Right. If he never got hurt in college, he would have probably been a first or second round pick from what I've been reading. And he's been playing very well. So all these things are starting to come together where the young guys are starting to play really well, but the Jets are just so incompetently coached and so (laughs) mismanaged across the board on offense and defense that not even their individual efforts are making any difference. Right. And the biggest thing... Which is what we needed, which is exactly what we want. Yes. But the (laughs) biggest thing, it was great. The young guys played well. You know, Frank Gore... You know, whatever. Frank. The Adam Gase and Dowell Loggins can't get their shit together. But the number one thing that we learned, I'll pose in the question, Connor, what was the number one thing that we learned on Sunday about the New York Jets? That, as much as it's it's going to be painful for you and me and, and every Jet fan out there to finally admit to ourselves, Sam Darnold is not the guy. He's not. He's not the guy. And you and I have sat here on this podcast recording ad nauseum about how much we loved Sam and how much, how much we love Sam. 
because he does. Let's be fair. He deserved so much better than what happened to him when he him coming here. Hundred percent. He deserved so much better than Adam Gase. He deserved so much better than Dal Loggins. He deserved so much better than to have to throw to Deontay Burnett last season and to rely on you know guys like as great as Jamison Crowder has been for the Jets, him being a primary receiver. Right. That's he's not a, he's a second works. or third guy. Right. That's not how this works. The plain and simple, the New York Jets failed Sam Darnold top to bottom. He had a promising rookie season that we were all excited that he was going to be able to build off of. Then Adam Gase got hired as the coach. And I think in the in the pit of all our stomachs, we kind of thought that this, you know, maybe not at the beginning, but we thought that this is this is exactly what the Jets shouldn't be doing and is going to send them send him in the wrong direction. And that's exactly what happened. Yep, they sent insane. him on the wrong path. He is, you can make the argument, and I, you, I wouldn't dispute it, that he is currently the worst quarterback starting in the NFL. I mean. Sam? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I mean, he played like garbage on Sunday. The Dolphins coming off, I, I think the Dolphins came up, a, yeah, the Dolphins came off a loss to the Broncos. Mm. And. Sam went 16 of 27 for 197 yards, two interceptions, sacked three times. His QBR was 18.3. He was just bad. You know, the interceptions themselves were really, really troubling. Where on his interception where he rolled right and threw that ball down the field and it was just an easy interception. I watched that all 20. I watched an all 22 clip. Denzel Mims was wide open. Yeah. I understand if you're trying to force something because, you know, the lack of help around you over the last couple of years has kind of wired his brain that way to where he thinks he needs to do everything. Right. Man, you just, you're in your third year. You can't make those passes. And listen. Hearing that from someone like me who's never played football and only just watches and likes to talk about the team, um, that's one thing. But when you got everybody, like former players coming out and starting to kind of turn on him a little bit and be like, you know, he, the, the, the mistakes he's making are just really not great right now. Mm-hmm. And I think the overall consensus that we've come to is that Sam's got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm but he needs to go somewhere else and find a good coach. Um, I I think that the Jets are going to get some picks for him. They're going to trade him. Hopefully he plays well down the stretch. Not well enough to win games. Maybe maybe win one game if if Jacksonville wins against the Bears or something. Jacksonville needs to win a game, and then we'll see what happens. (laughs) You're going to get picks for him. Anything is good good at this point. You know, and right. I I think like Indy would be a great fit for him. Um, honestly, any team that needs a quarterback, you know, he's fixable. He what he's his mistakes he's, his mistakes are absolutely fixable. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not like his footwork is bad. It's not like it's not like he he can't move. He's mobile. He can throw on the run. He can do everything right. It's not like he's RG3 out there where, like, he can't hit a throw. 
you know, I don't know if you were watching if, if you're watching this game yesterday because we're recording during the game, like we've mentioned. If you're watching this game on Wednesday, there were some throws at RG three, just like it was a deep throw to Marquise who split the two defenders on the right side down the field, and it was just so, it was so far off like off target. It was almost an interception. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam's gonna hit that throw. He can hit. He can make any throw on the field. But his decision making needs to be fixed, and that is something that a good coach can fix. Right. Um, it's it's mostly, in my opinion, it feels like it's a confidence issue. I think so too. I think like what you were saying about him getting so used to the fact that he had to carry the offense on his shoulders, I think wore him down a lot, and him just going from from like college and his rookie year where he that was like his thing where he was trying to make things out of nothing. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. Right. And then it came to his, you know, his second year and his third year. And the same issues that he was having either didn't get fixed or they got worse under Gase. Where, but I think at this point, it's like, it always reminds me of uh, that scene in The Replacements where they're talking about quicksand. Yeah. And Keanu Reeves is like, you know, you make one mistake and then you make another and another and another, and before you know it, the game's gone, and it's like, you know, you've been swallowed whole by the quicksand or something like that. Yeah. I feel like that happened with Sam. Not and just it's at just, a game level, but like a career level. to his career. Yeah. yeah. It's like he goes out there, and it's like he goes out there, maybe he's ready for, you know, and he starts out, he has like a, you know, a good drive to start the game or something like that. Because he started fine, and then it's Would, just like one mistake, and it, fl- it flips a switch inside of him, and, it, and, it's, and it's, it's like it's over. All right, let me ask you this. Would you trade? All right, all right, all right, no, okay. Who says no faster to this trade? Sam Darnold for Carson Wentz. I would hope the Jets. I hope Joe Douglas picks up that phone and laughs. Laughs even- right in Howie Roseman's face. Says, Howie, oh, it's good, it's good, uh, good talking like to you, but... Uh, Go fuck yourself. You're catching up, but <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll talk to you never, buddy. Um, it's it's probably him and it's probably Sam and Carson Wentz that are like right there in terms of yeah, who's in the- terms of who's fallen off. Like oh, but, I mean, oh, Carson yeah, Wentz, I, mean, I think Carson Wentz's fall off has been much bigger. Much bigger. Carson was an MVP. He right. was play. He he was the MVP the year they won the Super Bowl, pretty much, and then he got hurt and he didn't get to win the win the award. He was unbelievable, and he's never been the same since. Um, listen, Close. we're not going to talk much about the rest of the game because it was just another shit show. Um, the good news is that honestly, like, I think the Jaguars may win one. You think? I think they're gonna. I was listening to, I think it was part in my take, and they were talking about the worst one in ten teams of all time. And Francesa, I guess he's still doing stuff, but he called the Jags the best one in te- 10 team he's ever seen, which of course was wrong because the 49ers a couple of years ago started one in 10 and then won five straight and ended six and 10. Um, but Jacksonville is not going to win five straight. They have the Vikings, Titans, Ravens, Bears, Colts. Honestly, they could beat, they could, they could win against the Ravens and the Bears. Yeah, I could see them definitely. I could see them beating the Bears. Ravens would be tough. 
Ravens would be but tough. The Bears, the Bears, I don't know. Like the Bears are. I mean, the Bears. I think that that's a, definitely a game that. Let me just throw it out there. I think the Bears would win. I think the Bears are definitely a better team. But I think in that particular instance, given the way that the Bears look nowadays, I think it's. Uh, I think that it's far more likely that Jacksonville wins a game throughout the rest of the season than the Jets. Right, and we'll put, and fear not, Jets fans. We got the Raiders this week. And if there's one team that has been perfect for teams who are struggling to bounce back on, it's the New York Jets. <laughs> All right. And the Raiders lost last week. Um, so in embarrassing fashion to Atlanta. So you better, you better, you bet your ass John Gruden's going to have those guys ready. However, they do have to travel across the country. And for some reason, when the Jets play the Raiders at home, the Jets always play them really fucking hard. Um, so we'll see. Um, but then you get the Seahawks, Rams, Browns, Patriots. I mean, you're going to, you're going to lose out. So you should be, the Jets are like pretty safe, pretty safe from winning, but we'll see. Um, what we have to look on right now is our young guys, you know, all, all we need to do is look at the young guys and watch them grow. And, and hope for the best. I didn't even bring up Mackay Becton. He's kind of just become like a, a staple at left tackle. It's like one point. of those things. It's like, do you need to mention? Because you just know it's he's there. It's like it, it's funny because it's like uh, if you don't mention the, him, it's good. Yeah, he he plays the position. It's kind of like when uh, when Revis was having like his like like prime Revis. Like yeah, talking those AFC Championship, you know, years Revis, where it was like people would call him out because he wasn't an interception type of corner like he wasn't bringing yeah. in like six seven a year but that was because no one was throwing in his direction right so he was like it was like empty on the stat sheet i feel like that's what it's going to be like with becton first of all because you can't really like the offensive lineman when you're not going to get like stats to jump up the page anyway but like that's what you're going to hear it's like is the quarterback getting hit from the left side no all right then becton's doing his job <laughs> that's, and that's what you want to hear like you know <laughs> All right, can I ask you this? Yes, you can. Who's better right now, Sam Darnold or Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco. I mean, elaborate. Give me, give me, give me, give me a reason. Argue for, argue for the elite, the elite quarterback. <laughs> Big Ben's doing an interview right now. His helmet's still on. It looks hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's just those. I mean, how many games did he start now this season? Three or four. Flacco? Yeah, three. Uh, he played against uh, played against the Patriots, the Chargers, the Chiefs. Uh, I think. Chief. No, Sam, Sam. Sam played against the Chiefs. That's when he got hurt. Okay. Again, it's when he like reacted. But he also before. played earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, I, forget, I mean, but, I forget who he played against. Um, yeah. Those two games against you know New England and against the Chargers. Flacco clearly has a better grasp on his offense than Sam does. He still has the talent to go, like, you know, like Joe Flacco could start for another team. Like, yeah, I, I just, Sam's, I, I, Sam's brain is just very broken right now. Right. I think, I think, and if this were any other season where it's like the Jets were in contention, maybe even despite like poor quarterback play, the Jets were in the mix. I would say they should start Flacco, to be honest, because he's been giving them better chances of winning. Obviously, we don't want that to happen. So 
in this particular case, yes, Sam should keep starting, but Flacco gives him a better chance to win. They're both in, in essence get like trying out for the rest of the season for possibly other teams. I can see Flacco like going somewhere else to, you know, to yeah. a team that needs a quarterback, but yeah. just hasn't found like a new guy yet. They just need a quarterback for like the next couple of years. Flacco, I think, has proven this season that he can still do it. You know. Can you? All right, let's play. Let's we'll play a game real quick. Because honestly, like, other than like talking about the young guys and talking about how Sam's done, you know, this team isn't giving us a lot to talk about. So we'll play a quick game. Um, Twenty minutes into this bad boy, can you give me the current ranks? for the Jets league-wide in passing yards, rushing yards, points for, and points against. Not the numbers, just the ranks. Dead last on the offensive ones. You're half right there. So they're dead last in passing yards. Can you guess – can you give me an over – I'll give you um, I'll give you an over-under, and you guess over-under for the passing yards, and I'll do the same for rushing yards. Over-under – 185 passing yards per game. Mm. 185. Still seems kind of low. I'm going to say over just because of the Flacco games. The answer is under. (laughs) 170.3 passing yards per game. God damn it. Yeah, baby. That is. All right, rushing yards. It's rough. Uh, they are 26th in rushing yards. Okay. Over That's under right. 100 rushing yards per game. Under. Under is correct. <laughs> 97.5. Sure. There we go. All right. That's honestly than I thought it was going to be. Can you give me points per game? Oh, boy. Where do they rank? And over under is... 12. That's so bad. The fact that that's the first one, the fact that that's the line that you're setting. Uh, points per game. I'm going to say 30th. Points per game, 32nd. Damn it. Think about last. this. They have, they have games with less than two touchdowns scored. It's less than right. 14 points. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven of their games. And think about this. A lot of those games where they scored more of that, they weren't offensive touchdowns. Sounds about right. So thirty ranked thirty second. <laughs> over under is twelve. Are you going over or under here? Under. Incorrect. It is <laughs> over. I got so used to just being really bad. 13.8 points per game. Not even a full two touchdowns per game. And then points against. Where are they ranked? How many points per game do they let up? Can you get the ranking? The over-under. I'm going to guess that there's somewhere. The over-under is 29. I'm going to guess they're somewhere in the 20s. High 20s. For like, in terms right, of so, so so let me let me uh, let me break it down for you this way. The team with the most points allowed is ranked first in this category. Right. 
Okay. Then, okay. Most points allowed. All right. So then I'll say that most points allowed. I'll say that they're fifth. Give the defense a little. Close. They're ranked fourth. All right. Okay. <laughs> over under. All right. So not the worst. <laughs> over under is 29. Over. Correct. Over by point three. 29.3. <laughs> Are they good in like ranked anywhere? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. So team statistics. Um, I can't they are but i don't even like know what to like look for here because so maybe turnover differential let's see how awful this is all right this is good can you guess the new york jets turnover differential oh boy this is pretty good this isn't. This is actually something I wasn't expecting. Actually, yeah. Now that you're, now that you're kind of saying that, like, I don't know. All right. Where do you think they're ranked? Say like ten to twelve, maybe. Nope. Higher. Yep. No, like the other way. Other way. <laughs> uh, okay. Seventeen. Hold on, I gotta recount. <laughs> Great radio. Yeah. What'd you say? What was your answer? Seventeen. That is 17. on the nose. They are ranked seventeenth <laughs> in turnover dis- differential. Right. And their right. differential is zero. They have as many turnovers as they have takeaways. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I think I, even if I, no matter how hard I tried, I don't think I'd be able to find a better statistic for the New York Jets um, than that one. I think that's probably their best. Like, what else would they be good at? Um, that sounds probably. Pu- uh, you know what? I bet their average punt. Wait, no, that's not what I wanted. I bet that they have. No way. Really? They're not that high? No. I thought man was good. Just considering how often they punt, I figured it would be high. I think it's because they let up a lot of... I think... You know what they bet? You know what I bet they're... uh... Yeah, all right. They're ranked first in something. (laughs) 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 They're ranked first in punts, and they're ranked first in punt yards. Hell yeah, Braid Man. Team MVP of the 2020 season. Like, they can't even get. And I think they have. They're second in return yards, too. Really? In punt return yards. Huh. Yeah, I know. This is great radio, guys. I get it. Um, but no, listen, we're doing our best Mike Francesa impression. You got you to gotta give us some credit for trying here. I mean, <laughs> we're going to have some guests on over the next couple of weeks to talk draft stuff. Uh, but this is like the dog days of winter for Jets fans where you're – we're literally in purgatory. 
<laughs> the only thing we should have plenty to talk about. We will have lots of podcasts this offseason and once the season is over and heading towards the draft. Because if we have the number one overall pick, you bet your ass I'm getting Clemson writers on here. So uh, you have that to be excited about. Um, yes, the Jets are first in number of punts with 56 and most punt yards, more than 100, uh, a little less than 100 more than the Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, this team sucks. We all know it. We're all we're all well aware of it. If you're listening to this podcast, God bless you. Right now, God bless you. Um, I certainly would. I certainly don't listen to team podcasts when my team stink. Uh, and you know these episodes have gotten shorter and shorter as the year has gone on for a reason, because there's not a lot to talk about. But we will provide as much entertainment to you as possible, whether it's me yelping and screaming during the Ravens Steelers game, <laughs> or us doing trivia at the end. Uh, we're here for you, and you know if you have any questions, you can hit us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Jesse Finver. Connor, what are you on Twitter? I'm at the NJ Mick. Why is that, Jesse? I think it's because, well, Mick is a name for someone who's Irish. Correct. And New Jersey is, it's not your initials, that's for sure. That's it's where you live. Or where it you're is. Fr- it's where you're from, too. It is. You know, the great state where the Jets play. Where you know? Where did you grow up? Uh, Bergen County, Hillsdale, what? New Jersey. Hillsdale, New Jersey. Yeah. It's uh, like okay. around... Uh, Garden State Plaza, that kind of area. I've only known Connor for a couple of years. I only knew that he lived in Hoboken, the Boken, I, of, the, Boken the Boken of Hose. <laughs> so, uh, do you hear secrets? Uh, not secrets. Uh, Santa Con got canceled. I did. I was very happy. Yeah, <laughs> Connor's it's a little. One, wa- it's Connor's one of the worst washed. days to live here. He's one of the, he's one of the more washed up people living in Hoboken oh, these days. I'm incredibly washed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, if you want to find this podcast, you can do so on Google. Actually, I don't think it's Google Play anymore. I think it's only Spotify, SoundCloud, um, and uh, what were the other it's two? On, uh, it's on Apple. Apple, uh, Stitcher, Google Play. I think. I think you can find us all over the place. Uh, find us on Twitter at Jesse Finver at the NJ Mick. Uh, you can find anything Gotham related at Gotham SN on Twitter or Gotham SN.com uh, to find all things Jets, Mets, Knicks, Rangers, Yankees, Giants. I last list the last two because they stink the most. Um, and yeah, hopefully uh, we keep losing. And we get Trevor Lawrence, and things are much happier going forward. But for now, uh, that's all I got for you guys. So uh, have a good rest of your week. Peace.